0: This is all about home construction, and here's your hosts, Terry Beck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Terry. Happy Saturday, buddy.
1: Happy Saturday to
0: you and everybody out there. That's I, it. I guess
1: we can say around the world now. Around
0: the world. We've got listeners all over. We appreciate that. So thanks for listening to us. Whether you're on WATA Saturday morning or you're listening to the podcast later on, we appreciate you. And uh, Yeah, we thank you very much. So, Yes, we do. Thanks for supporting the show. It's always fun, too. And we, I uh, don't you know, it's just, it's just it's great. It's why we do it. It's why we get up on Saturday mornings and get in here and do it. So, uh, thanks again. But, uh, hey, don't forget, if you're getting up here uh, Saturday morning right now, there's breakfast. breakfast.
1: Yeah, breakfast at the VFW. The Scots are back. Yay! So,
0: even though they're not uniform. They're not. That's okay. It's cold. It's cold enough. So Be, be, a, be a good day to go. I like a good breakfast, so uh, go on out to the VFW here in Boone and and support the uh, the local VFW breakfasts. So glad they're glad they're getting that going again. And uh, missed it last month.
1: Well, they uh, I guess everybody's getting a little older.
0: Well, you know the winter's hard on anybody too. I think there was there was some bad weather a couple times, and um, so yeah, so no, it's it's good. It's March. It's almost springtime, right? It's coming.
1: But I don't think Mother Nature's through with us yet.
0: Oh no, of course not, of course not. I mean, we'll still get snow here, but at some point, spring is coming. And I noticed we went off the mountain towards Charlotte last Saturday, and uh, just at, the closer you got to Charlotte, the more little red buds you were starting to see pop out.
1: Yep. Yeah. So,
0: well, it's
1: it's yeah. I just hope it we don't bud out and then. Mother Nature throws a big freeze in.
0: Well, there. and that's that seems to be the trend when it comes out earlier, right? Especially with the fruit trees. So.
1: Yeah, I was looking at different types of fruit trees, mm-hmm. like peaches and stuff, and uh, you know, they do have warm climates in the uh, northern area, but they do snow earlier, mm-hmm. and there are like peaches and pears that are growth f- for those colder areas. Okay.
0: They can withstand the frost. So. Nice. I like a good fresh peach or fresh apple. Excuse me. So, Travis uh, supposed to come on and talk about his apple trees. I'm the... I'm excited about that. Yeah. So, apples are fun. I, I grew up with apple trees next door. Or like, I mean, I literally could just about reach out my window and grab one. You know.
1: Well, I've been looking at those uh,
0: Arkansas blacks. hmm mm-hmm. You can grow them like uh, grape vines. You can string them and they'll grow. I I know of um yeah going back home like I say I grew up in, in Virginia there there's tons of orchards when I was a kid and there's still several around, but one of the orchards close to mom and dad's house when I'm go up and visit, uh, for the last I don't know five five maybe ten years they've had these trees and when they put them up I thought they were grapevines because they they string them up like that, um, but as the trees have gotten older they're still only six or eight foot tall but they're they spread out like a vine does when they they're tied to that wire so it's just really cool it's neat to see and supposedly they put out you know size wise put out more apples than than a big tree yeah i mean they're, they're 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 bred and developed to put out apples that's the purpose so you know so, so you get a lot for the size it's pretty cool so. well technology well, it's you know it, it it's funny though, like we think a lot about this uh, like GMO. We we say that a lot when it comes to food, but you think about it in a, in a lot of ways. We've been doing that since the beginning of time. I mean, corn. If you think about corn, corn. here in the North <laughs> and South America, you know, if you go back thousands of years, corn was just a little seed that grew on a on a piece of grass. A weed. Yeah, and and now we we've cultivated it into this you know corn on the cob that we think of today so well
1: north carolina state you know is big into agriculture and i watched a pbs about you know their products that they do Mm -hmm. and they're big into gmo and they said if we don't continue to gmo that the world will starve to death by 2050 at the growth rate that we're having in the world
0: well i mean that's it and I mean, think about how many bushels of. Um, again, I'm just taking corn for example because corn seems to be in everything. Um, but you know, it's you can get what is it ninety bushels an acre now, or something like that. And and you know, to go from fifty to ninety, I mean, you 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 basically doubled your your corn output in the last decade or last century.
1: Well, it uh, when I was in Europe. Uh, I got to heartburn a lot because mm-hmm. everything was natural. Right. You know, the, the tomatoes, right. you know, since the 40s, right. they've taken out 70% of the acid out of tomatoes mm-hmm. that we, we grow in the United States. So real tomatoes, it just upset my stomach. Right. And uh, I'll
0: tell you another one it did was orange juice. Oh, really? Yeah. Just so much stronger? Yeah. That's interesting. That's cool. Yeah, well, it's food, man. Food's good stuff. Good stuff. So,
1: well, it's just some of it's good, some of it's not. Uh, I don't mind a GMO. There's a reason for a GMO, right? But what I don't like is the additives.
0: Well, and that's the the issue to me, right? Is, you know, what do they change in it? What do they add into it? Um, but I think more than more than the actual GMO, like vegetable grain whatever you call it, one want to look at to me it's it's more of the processing side after that like when it's grown uh, in, in the, the processing before it goes into the grocery store as as you know inside of other products so um, that to me is is the biggest issue but I, I've read a thing and I'm no expert on this so so if someone please correct me if I'm wrong but I was reading something that suggested that wheat you know like people today a lot of people are gluten uh, intolerant or, or allergic to gluten that's in wheat. And, you know, I, I was kind of curious, like, why 150 years ago people were growing wheat all the time, and, and, you know, why didn't they, did they have gluten intolerance? We just didn't know it. But I was reading something that suggested that gluten, because of the genetically modified wheat, that there's more gluten in wheat today than there was 150 years ago. Could and be. So now, that's,
1: have you noticed that, uh, when's the last time you've been by a wheat field?
0: it's been a while because you don't see them around here anymore
1: uh well they got them down used to have them downstate, but it used to be wheat used to be three three foot tall right now it's only about 18 inches tall okay and that's so it can't blow down sure. you know through the wind
0: because all yeah because all you're you're not worried about i mean straw is just a byproduct you're looking for just the the grain
1: to answer your question i can only get the bushels of corn up to 2022 20, yeah and that year they produced an average of 177.3 bushels per acre
0: 177 ooh i thought it was like 90 that's a lot more than i thought
1: and uh uh one thing that's going to happen in 2025 that ethanol now will be in the gasoline year round right so how me y'all how me y'all run with your lights on your gas light on all the time yeah well you'll be damaging your engine because of the ethanol in the fuel
0: Interested so That's not uh, good. And you
1: know, one of the number one failures of cars and trucks is because there's not enough fuel in the tank. Mm. And what I mean by that is the reason they put the fuel pump in the tank is is that the fuel keeps the pump cool, right? So it runs all the time. So as, as, as that tank goes down, that pump starts getting out of that water, or excuse me, out of the fuel. Right. But so when this happens, and I tried to explain this to my wife is Fill your car up every time and run it till the light comes on. That way you're eliminating all the water that you can in your fuel.
0: Mm-hmm. I just run it till it's empty all the time.
1: Yeah, but they'll be putting fuel pumps in. Nice <laughs> uh, last fuel pump I put in the truck was $500. Oh, that's
0: yeah. a gas. <clears throat> yeah, that's not fun. That's fair.
1: And, uh, but uh, the American Chestnut I did read took a
0: hiccup. Oh, really? I was curious where it's been in the development.
1: Said the uh, USDA wasn't going to allow a total release of it, and I couldn't find out why not. Hmm. So hopefully uh, they're going to have a thing in Asheville this this spring, and I hope to go to it to see what the problem is.
0: That's cool. I'd love to see a chestnut growing again, American chestnut. Well, I got to Uh, touch one. That's so cool.
1: and, And it was six foot across. Wow. But it didn't bear fruit.
0: That's to, uh, um That's awesome. You know, there's not many around. That's but that sure. was
1: on the west coast, right? So somebody had hauled chestnuts all the way across. Oh, I tell you something I seen too. And uh, we went to go look at a job, and the whole woods was full of black locusts. Oh, really? Yes, and it's yes. on the uh, uh, the base of Rich Mountain. Okay, so. Uh, and some of them were nearly 18 inches across nice. still alive so
0: and not the the blight or whatever it is it didn't get it hasn't it hasn't hurt them yet must be an altitude thing i think that's cool that's cool all about home construction we'll take a break we'll come right back <laughs> right after this are you ready to level up your home construction game obviously you've subscribed to all about home construction now we would like to ask you for some support You can be like Dave, Bill, and Skipper and help support All About Home Construction. The links are in the show notes. That's right, All About Home Construction here on WATA. And again, thanks to all of our listeners out there. Don't forget about the VFW breakfast this morning. So uh, go check them out. Say hello to them. Well, Randy, let's get into the, the the meat of the show here, and you know, one thing that we all have issues with. Uh, one thing that we all have, if if, if we're in a home, it is is appliances. Yes, um, it You is. know, and 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 um, it, that's sort of a the biggest cost in terms of uh, of projects. Right, if you renovate or if you you know buy a new house, that is is a huge chunk itself when you. When you put all those appliances together, of the cost of 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 doing a project,
1: correct. And you know, in two thousand ten, you know I, you bring up Will's house. I think we bought all the appliances for his whole house. You know his uh, stove, uh, refrigerator, washer, dryer, mm-hmm. dishwasher. You know the, the everything that you would want in your home, and I think we all we bought it for under two thousand dollars. Oh wow. And, uh, uh, you know, there's some of the products out there that have off-brands. Right. Okay? Like Roper was uh, an off-brand of a a, a company. Mm -hmm. And so we bought Roper products. The warranties were better on them than the name brand. All
0: right. That's interesting.
1: And uh, I can't remember which offshoot they were. That's a long time ago. Right. And, uh, but. When Will sold the house two years ago, they'd already made it well over ten years. Yeah, they made it twelve years. Appliances. had.
0: Well, uh, that's the thing, right? Is, is is what what is the life of these uh, appliances? But um, yeah, it, it's it, that that's that's the trade-off of the money, right? I mean, correct.
1: Well, it used to be durable goods was a five-year warranty.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Now there's a one-year warranty on all appliances. So, And this, that's what's really frustrating today is that you buy a refrigerator and you pay, let's say, $2,900 for it. Right. All right, one year later, it's bad. hmm Okay? And 367 days after that product is sold to you and it goes bad, you have to buy another one. Right. Or you have to buy a warranty, extended warranty. And I've seen it you know you see these shows on t mm-hmm. about buy your extended warranty for your home. I was trying to find a price on it, and i couldn't couldn't locate it but i I did look at prices of uh like that refrigerator we're talking about right. like a certain ones were a hundred and sixty nine dollars for their refrigerators for a three year warranty all the way up to two hundred and ninety nine for a five year warranty right okay. And then some of the high-end stuff, their three-year warranty started at $299 mm-hmm. and then went up to $400 okay. for a, a five-year warranty.
0: Nice. Well, Randy, we have a caller on the air. Good morning, caller. Who are we speaking with?
2: Oh, it's, it's Matt Mellon. Uh, it it Roper is an off-brand of Whirlpool.
1: Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know... <laughs> There really isn't any. They, they 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 have different labels and all that, but inside, usually it's the same parts. And, and it amazes me how many people how many people throw away appliances that can be fixed.
1: Correct, it, so, and it
2: uh... I, I it kind of bothers me actually that we have that much waste. But I, it has been it has been pretty frustrating in the last decade to see them go to the. To the thinner and thinner gauges of wire and the control boards and whatnot,
1: and printer circuit and, boards. Yeah,
2: you know the the, the electronics and in, in a lot of appliances just wear out before the rest of the appliance does, and, and sometimes you know, especially with these fancier clothes washers and dryers and things like that, they sometimes they they end up being you know, I, I my my rule of thumb is that if it's going to cost more than half of the the price of the appliance to to fix it, then I'll. I'll replace it, but, um, you know, one of the things that that has impacted the longevity of appliances too is the, is the Rojas standard for, for, for soldering. Yeah. And, you know, they, 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 they want manufacturers to use lead free solder in, in their electronics now, which is, you know, lead's lead's nasty stuff. That's an admirable goal. We don't really want to use lead, but the Rojas, the Rojas compliant solder that they put in that stuff tends to grow whiskers over the years and it you know the mean time to failure on a on a Rojas solder joint is something like nine years right uh-huh. so
1: now is that because uh, yeah. it's a softer product and the heat of the printer circuit board
2: yeah well uh, the, the 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 Rojas solder will eventually ox- oxidize and grow little whiskers and and you know, when anything that grows conductive whiskers, eventually it's going to start arcing to whatever's next to
0: it. Yep. Right. And
2: yeah, and so it tends to, you know, components tend to to short out and burn out. You know, chips on chips on component boards and whatnot.
1: Do and, you rare? Do you repair appliances? Uh,
2: I mean, I just. Just my own, you know. Oh, okay. i I watch the same YouTube videos everybody else does. But, um.
1: my, my, my daughter watches but, uh, it and still has to call a, uh, a home repairman because she'll go, I did it, but it don't work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a lot of appliances, a lot of appliances, you know, they're the, the pieces in them are modular, right? So Correct. you can. You can you can go online and uh, or you can call you know RNC Appliances here in town and, and they 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 do they we've used them before for projects that were you know things that I didn't want to dig into but were you know the price was right to get it fixed. Um,
1: there used there, to be there, a little there uh, other uh,
2: reputable folks around here too. Place
1: but, on one hundred and five bypass. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So so you could buy the. So, but, the parts from him for yourself i don't know if it's still there or not i know the sign's there so.
2: yeah so so you know what, what what's frustrating to me about appliances breaking is it always happens at the worst time you know we uh, I, I remember uh a couple of years ago uh i have i have one of those uh those ream electric hot water heaters the the tankless ones right And i've actually i've actually been through three of those and they don't last forever, um, especially with the corrosive water we have in, in Boone and, and whatnot. So it's, you know, uh, and I think we've had a discussion about that before. But right, it, it it died on it died on Holy Thursday or Good Friday, and you know, I I, I, I couldn't get another one until, you know, yeah, Lows doesn't carry them anymore, and 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 you know, everybody else is closed on. Saturday and yeah, I ended up I ended up driving to Mountain City, getting in
0: my airplane,
2: and flying to Abingdon, Virginia, to go to a Home Depot to buy one up there because they had it in stock up there. <laughs> um, That's great, but but you know, it's just uh, appliances. They, they always seem to die at the most inconvenient times. And one of the one of the problems I think that we have with this whole e-commerce based society and not really having local sources for a lot of parts anymore, you know. A lot of a lot of times you go somewhere, you know, a plumbing supply or, or 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 hardware store or whatever and what what you need to repair something if it's a if it's a you know, manufacturer model specific part, now they have to order it anyway too.
1: Yeah, that that covid really you know, started a lot of that mess time of
2: the lead time for shipping and all that. You know, if you've got four kids in your house and and there's twelve loads of laundry to do. It's it's you
0: know it's you, you. <laughs> yep been there done that. But you got that honeydew pressure to get it done. Uh, it's a nightmare, right? And and like you said, I mean, right. it, it always goes out when you're using it, obviously. And um, yeah, I, I've I've been there with washers and dryers, and and it's like oh, like do you have to do this? You know, at least with a dishwasher. It's not fun. Yeah, you can do the dishes. you
2: can go buy a bottle of Dawn and do. The yeah,
0: but the clothes, can, man. There's, oh. a,
2: there's a there's a way to make make make
0: your staff happy there. But well, I, I've got a uh, yeah. We, we've got the LG um, washer, and I, a while back the kids were washing some stuff, and it it's giving me a code. It's beeping at me, and I look up the internet, of course, and the code is like it, it's not draining. That's the, that was the problem. We well, come to find out on that that model in the front, there's this little filter. So you can open a little door and unscrew this little filter and clean out. It's like a trap that cleans out all the dirt and stuff. Sounds great, right? Well, guess what? Do you know how heavy a washer is, full of clothes and water? It's not very easy to get it outside to drain. So, where's your hand truck, Terry? Oh, I, it was. Well, there's not enough room. is a problem, correct? It, you know, it's like well,
2: ah. yeah, and and you know, some of those washers you can't just like take a hand truck and put it underneath because
0: there's nothing under there. Yeah, it's all <laughs> nothing under there. Yeah, you're gonna you, bend you, it you, all up.
2: We've been to a hose or break a mount or something. Yeah, yeah. But we have a we have a another off brand of World now is Cabrio. Okay, and we ha- we have a Cabrio washer that um it started making spaceshipy noises and stuff and clinkity clunkities and what we found out happens with it they 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 designed it such that the the motor the motor sits underneath the center of the it's got instead of having like a motor that belt drives mm-hmm. the 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 tub the motor actually sits on the bottom of the tub
1: it's great job gotcha.
2: and, and spins and whatnot and Eventually, the shock mounts that hold that stuff in there wear wear down, and the motor <clears throat> the motor actually sinks vertically in the cabinet. To where if you we have one of those uh, PVC sort of drain pans underneath right. it, in case in case something were to break and leak, it wouldn't just like leak out all over the floor. It can leak into the drain pan, and that uh, those drain pans have a little. They're raised by about a half an inch in the center. They're not, they're not completely flat. They have like a pattern to
0: them. Sure, to push it out.
2: And and yeah, eventually what happens is the 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 shock mounts wear down, and the motor actually starts rubbing on the 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 drain pan.
1: <laughs> so it gets nice. a hole in it, huh? <laughs> oh, that's I had
2: great. to watch. 20 YouTube videos to figure that out. Like, oh, funny. This makes sense.
1: And then find but, a, uh, if it's a P or a C or a J model. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right, right. So, um, but you know, the one the one piece of advice I would have for anybody that anybody that wants to, you know, any DIYer like me that wants to work on their own appliances and, and you know Anytime you dig into something like that, you are taking a risk. You know, you can always break it and get in over your head. And but the most important thing is is, is be wary on all these appliances of the very sharp sheet metal edges. You know, yeah. uh, I I be careful about be careful about making sure you wear gloves. Make sure you unplug the appliance so you don't shock yourself. Right, especially if it's especially if it's not a one ten appliance. You know,
0: too. yeah, yeah. Well, that's it, right? Like you're, you're getting two twenty and um
2: yeah 220 will kill you
0: and my suggestion would be have lots of screwdrivers because everything's a different size uh yep (laughs) or torques or tor yeah you're going to
2: get get the whole exterior tour part and then you're going to get in there and be like oh you need a t-15 you know (laughs) Exactly. it's it's somewhere in there it's going to have something metric or something torques that you don't have and, and you know just However long however long somebody says it's gonna take for you to do it yourself, multiply it by four. Okay. It's it's something always happens. Yeah.
0: And, and no matter what you think, how easy it looks or how much you think you're prepared, you're gonna be mad at the end until it works
1: that's the reason randy builds houses doesn't repair appliances
0: (laughs) uh i remember i had um we had a a dryer once that has the little lint trap up top you know on the the top part and slides down and one of the kids i don't know if they were on purpose or what but there was uh, somehow a pen like a pencil and pen got stuck down like fell down in there when they were cleaning out the trap i think it was just a kid playing but they say it fell on its own down in there so I'm like, all right, like it, you could hear it, like it was catching the fan, you, you know, it was messing it up. So I had to tear, tore it apart, you know, pull it out, and 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 of course, it's a dryer, and I hate dryers because I hate the dryer vents. I can never get those things just to, to get back on. Anyway, oh yeah, yeah. You know, so so I take it apart. Well, to take it apart, I have to unhook the the uh, plug in. You know, like you know where it goes in the back because I can't take the back of the dryer off without taking that off and on this model and it was just like it was a such a nightmare and then i had to get to this you know i had to take 500 little screws off to get the 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 back of the blower piece off and it it was just it was like it was i swear it was an hour-long process just to get a little piece of pencil or pen out of a of a fan so yeah well
2: you know something you said there struck a chord. Everybody that hasn't had their dryer disconnected from the dryer vent in years—oh yeah—you really need to. You really need to periodically clean that out because um, lint builds up in there and it yep. becomes a fire hazard. Oh, I, yeah, I've got a. I got a run. Amber's waiting on me for
0: breakfast. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, man. We really appreciate it. Yep. All right. Talk to you Yeah. Soon. Tell everyone hello. Thank you. We hello. appreciate it. So uh, yeah, thanks for listening to us. All about home construction. Give us a call. Eight two eight two six two. 1567. We'll be right back right after this. Are you looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment you need to get the job done? Look no further than Blue Ridge Sawmills. We offer the full line of Hudson Sawmills and Sawmilling Equipment. From portable sawmills to skidding winches. At Blue Ridge Sawmills we understand that every project is different, which is why we offer a wide range of sawmilling services. We can help you from everything from finding the right mill for your farm hobby or even your business. We also offer a variety of sawmilling supplies, such as blades and debarkers, so you can get everything you need in one place. If you're looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment and the service you need, then come to Blue Ridge Sawmills. We're here to help you get the job done. Call or visit our Cana, Virginia store at 276-755-3833 or our Ashboro, North Carolina location at 336 964 8304 that's right all about home construction here on wata and again thanks to all of our listeners out there matt thanks for giving us a call and uh, we appreciate we like hearing from our listeners and
1: yes we do
0: uh, you know he, he he said some really good stuff there and um one of those things too that that i take away from that is like you can fix them, right? And I think that's the whole purpose of, of of when we start talking about these warranties here in a little bit is there there is ways to fix them, but then there's that cost. Like, is it worth fixing, or do we just replace? And that's that's the trade off, right?
1: Well, some of it gets some of it gets pretty expensive,
0: right. uh,
1: and like you said before, all the screws that you got to take out, and then you get in there and you don't have a certain type yep. of screw. Yeah, and uh, I know that. I got a friend of mine that does repair on stuff, and he said sometimes printer circuit boards go for five, six hundred dollars.
0: Well, I remember one time we—this is back when the kids were little—the dryer, uh, the heating element messed up on the dryer, and I took it apart. It ended up being a little chip, you know, a little for the what it was—a fairly simple fix. I wouldn't say easy, but simple. Um, we put it in, did one load of clothes, and it burned out again. So there was something else going on that was causing that 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 little switch inside to, to burn out, and um so then that I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like sometimes it's 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 more issues than what you see and what you realize.
1: Uh One thing he brought up in the conversation was making sure your dryer vents are clean. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if you don't have a clean dryer vent, one, you're overloading the dryer, so it's not as efficient, mm-hmm. and two down the road you could actually have a fire
0: right and and that's the biggest risk to me is is that the you know the, it's such a fire and if you've ever built a campfire or a fire in the fireplace if you if you ever wanted to get a good fire starter for that lint's a good thing i still use yeah i fact,
1: mean, deb's uh dryer sold it it's got a top blend yep. on it and she'll pull it out and hand me the lint and i use that to start my yeah stove with i mean
0: it's 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 great stuff for that but, the downside um, is it's great stuff for a fire, <laughs> you know.
1: How, how many of y'all out there have plastic dryer vents still?
0: You don't see them anymore. I mean, but they are still around, I'm sure. And uh, how
1: many of y'all have flexible aluminum ones?
0: Like 99% of the houses you go yeah. to. Yeah,
1: uh, which you're supposed to have rigid. Yeah. I can't remember when that code went into effect. But I was telling Terry, we worked on a house where the dryer, from the dryer to the outside was 20 foot. Mm-hmm. All right. And one thing they used is they didn't use metal. They used Schedule 44-inch pipe, okay? Can you do that? No, not legally because I never thought about it, okay, till I watched Buck Welburn start spraying in insulation. Mm -hmm. And a static charge that is called from the insulation going through the plastic pipe, and you can watch it arcing inside the plastic pipe.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, so
1: as your dryer's... Loading up with lint and stuff, and you're blowing it through that PVC pipe, you're actually creating a static charge mm-hmm. that you never know one day might ignite on you.
0: It wouldn't take much, right? We just said lint's flammable. Because
1: huh. it, uh, watching Buck spray that insulation in, you know, we were in a car- crawl space where uh, we had lights on them. Not really a crawl mm-hmm. space. We was in a, a house, but we didn't have all lights installed and stuff because, you, you know, it's rough in. And you could see that static charge going through that pipe. Really? And uh, so huh. what I was getting at is is if you travel any distance, dense distance at all, uh, Amazon has a four-inch inline dryer vent that's a booster motor mm-hmm. that is uh, current sensor. When the, you turn the dryer on, it turns on so it don't blow all the time. Right. So that'll help you keep the, the, the dust and land out of your unit.
0: Okay. Well, you know, one thing while we're talking about dryers is uh, how many houses do you see, especially the older houses, that just have the vent that goes out into the crawl space and just drops basically underneath the the dryer where they don't vent it out like they're supposed to?
1: Oh, quite a few. Matter of fact, uh, we worked on a house uh, where the dryer vent came straight up into the attic and killed itself. (laughs) All right? So the homeowner had black mold.
0: Uh-huh, because all that well, wet, hum- warm humidity.
1: On the back mm-hmm. of the plywood. And he said, I got a roof leak. And he said, uh, or I told him, I said, no, you don't. You got a condensation problem from your dryer vent. Mm-hmm. You dry- come- I mean, it was like a foot away from the plywood. Right. So you, uh, the day we were there, it was probably about 20 degrees. Mm. And the dryer wasn't running, but the mold itself had grew all the way up to the ridge vent.
0: Interesting, nearly. And uh, well, it's it's and that's why we don't vent it in the house, right? Like correct. It, it, it's a lot of moisture. It's a lot of warm air. Yes, but it's moisture. It's it's wet air.
1: And uh, another another thing, getting besides the dryer, is bathroom vents. You know, yes. A lot of people yeah. just took their bathroom vents and they just take them and mm-hmm. lay them up in the attic, and the same thing occurs too. Yeah. You create a mold a mold situation because of the condensation out of your bathroom when you're taking a shower
0: that's fair that's fair well it, it, it's it's all about taking care of things right and and doing things proper um which is easier said than done sometimes but i mean that's 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 where warranties end up not working out in your favor is usually more times than not it's because they you didn't follow the right procedures
1: correct and uh so, uh, like we said, we talked about extended warranties. I got a list of appliances up here, Terry, mm-hmm. and it lists uh, what the best appliance is from each manufacturer. Nice. And Bosch, the only thing they rate on Bosch is a dishwasher. Okay. And I happen to have a Bosch dishwasher. I don't mind the dishwasher. When I do mine, it takes three and a half hours to wash your dishes.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I've got and, uh, one that takes forever. Mine has like a short cycle, and that short cycle is an hour long.
1: And uh, But that's because nobody wants noise. Right. And it's not – you can hardly hear it running. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason it takes so long. And, uh, but I do not like the plastic clips inside them where they fold yes. down and stuff. Yep. They fold, fall off. You take them out. And so the moral of the story is, is once your clips start to disappear, which I need to get online and buy some, you can't wash as many dishes. Right. It's good for pots and pans in. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, you know, we all grew up with the name Electrolux. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, vacuum cleaners. And they have one of the best washing machines on the market. Best front load washer and best dryer washer dryer set. Okay. And, uh. And you get online and look at them and they give you the the number. Now let's get into American made product, Frigidaire. Right. Best induction range, best fridge, best under the, best counter depth fridge. You know, how many times you gone in a house where the guy bought a refrigerator bigger than his countertop. So you can't pull a drawer out. Yes. Uh, Or
0: a stove that has a, a, a cabinet door right beside it. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Best French store fridge. Now, I like a French store Mm -hmm. fridge. I like some of these. uh, uh, French store to me is a better one because it holds just as much junk as one of the bottom freezers do. (laughs) (laughs)
0: There you go. Uh,
1: GE, best gas range, best Mm -hmm. induction range, best top loader washer, best portable dishwasher. The only problem I have with GE now is GE got bought by China. Right. And uh and that was a pretty interesting story there. And they were trying to get into uh GE's airplane division on their jet engines right. for their airplanes. Uh Heyer, well, I don't know how to say it. H. A. I. The higher hair,
0: yeah.
1: Uh they have the best French door refrigerator for under fifteen hundred dollars.
0: Okay. Good to know. Well, you know, as we look at um Appliances like the national average appliances, you can get sort of the the cheaper basic one refrigerators for two to six hundred dollars. But a good refrigerator average price is going to be anywhere from six to twenty three hundred dollars. And then of course there's some that's you know five thousand dollars. But refrigerators, you really, if you want to get a good refrigerator, you really you've got to plan on sinking six plus hundred dollars into it. Um, You know, and I think that's where that's that's to me is is always the issue is like I can buy this really cheap one, but how long is it gonna last? And I have a my brother, for instance, we're talking about dishwashers. My brother, there's something going on in his house that he goes through dishwashers like crazy. And he uh, he's actually upgraded and started getting the warranties. And he but he's replaced his dishwashers three different times in the last uh, what 15 years that they've had the house. Um, and so. It, you know that that's that to me is is where you come back like what is it uh that, that's causing it but is it worth buying a new you wonder worth fixing i wonder if i wonder if their chemicals are too strong because what
1: it was explained to me was is that if you use too strong a camp don't use the right chemicals in it then it will eat the plastic washers out makes sense and uh uh because i was going to save one for cleaning parts i know y'all laugh about this but uh dishwashing detergent is a no foaming detergent right yeah. so i break my guns down and wash them in the dishwasher yeah, okay because they don't rust when they come out sure and it cleans all the grease off of
0: them. Interesting. Well, <laughs> uh we've all got kids i'm sure you i'm not alone when i say i've had a kid who mixed decided you know we're out of dishwasher detergent so they're gonna put regular soap in there, regular dish detergent. In there. Well,
1: you can, but you can't put much in. There. Oh,
0: it's great to see a bubble bath in your kitchen floor. Thanks for listening to us. Obviously, by listening to this podcast, you see the value of all about home construction. Well, by joining our listener-supporter community, you're not just tuning in. You're standing with us as we are able to support and fuel our passions of the construction industry. As a listener-supporter, you'll enjoy exclusive perks, including hearing your name, or maybe even your business name, on our show. So please go to our Spotify website. The link will be in the show notes. And join. You can join for as little as as one dollar one-time fee, one dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever you think you can afford, every single penny helps to keep this show going as we can continue to grow and do lots more things. Thanks a lot, and again, more importantly, thank you for listening to this. That's right, all about home construction here in WATA. And again, thanks to all of our callers out there, all of our listeners. Give us a call eight two eight. Two six two one five six seven. Randy, the VFW breakfast going on right now until eleven o'clock here in Boone. So uh, go check it out. Good breakfast. We love a good breakfast around here. So uh, go by and, and and get a good breakfast.
1: Uh if you go to Best Buy right now, they have an eighteen cubic foot top freezer just like we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Four ninety nine. I okay. ain't seen one that cheap in a long That's time. That's
0: interesting. Uh, well, for so- the, for the man cave oh I you know th- I mean here's the thing though with with appliances we're, we're starting to see a lot more of these specialty if you will appliances like you can now get ice makers that sit on your countertop so you can have extra ice um or you can see you know beer fridges or or wine coolers you know things like that you're you, there's it's just because things are cheaper to make than they were you know a decade more ago, um, you're starting to see more of those things pop out, and it's a uh, well, te- are cool
1: technology, yeah, uh, matter yeah. of fact, what I did was is my ice maker went out on my machine mm-hmm. on my refrigerator, and for the cost of the ice maker, the labor to put it in, I bought a little Vever ice machine for mm-hmm. like three hundred and twenty nine dollars It makes twenty five pound a day, right, and uh. Now it's in my, I have to walk down to my basement to get the ice sure. but the point of it is and when you don't when it fills up with ice and it stays f- full for so long it automatically shuts down which the ice is going to melt right. but the point of it is it's not wasting energy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh the VFW had a $2500 ice machine that went out that we you know paid they paid right. for I didn't pay for but and so we we replaced it with a little vever that does 55, 55 pounds in twenty four hours, yeah. and it's only eighteen inches wide, and it fits under the a counter.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like you, you're starting to see those a lot more, um, and then and then like I said, I mean it. You know, just just appliances in general coming down. Air fryers a big thing now. I mean I know those are those are not like the appliances we think of, but you know, dishwashers and things like that, but. But there's, I guess, my point is there. There's alternatives that are coming out to to help, kind of bridge that gap of purchasing new and and fixing old. Correct. So uh,
1: one of the recommendations was made to me when you buy, like washers and dryers, buy the washer and dryer with the knobs still on them.
0: Yeah, I mean, but where do you find them? Like more and more though, they're all going electric.
1: They are, but they're still out there,
0: and especially these front-load washers where I've I've known of a couple and and you, one of mine at one point like the door even though it shuts it's not quite like I guess tight enough if you will <laughs> that like it, it it doesn't lock and if you ever turn you know if you got a front loading washer you press the button there's a little lock and you can hear that that little click lock you, in you know place. what
1: you you make me laugh at that because uh, when I was out at Adam's house in Oklahoma City. Yeah. He had a ratchet strap around his where it fell off the truck. Oh, no. well, they dropped it, so he takes <laughs> and he takes a ratchet strap and tightens it up.
0: There you go. Well, mine I have to, I had to uh, to push the door in and it, then it would lock. Like if I push, gave it a little push while it was kicking in, it would lock and be fine. Um, but I've seen them where like you get you know they they drip water uh, from the front because it doesn't close all the way. But and here's my thing is. I, is there, I feel like there should be a standard. Dryers on one side, washers on the other side. Because what happens is the doors always don't match up.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: I think washers need to be on the right side. Dryers need to be on the left side. That way, if you got front-loading washer and your front-loading dryers, when the doors open, they can open in opposite so you can pull them out of one, put it in the other, and not have to hit a door.
1: Well, uh, Whirlpool... Still makes a dial. GE. Maytag still makes a dial. Hotpoint does. I, I ain't seen a Hotpoint in a long yep, time. Yep, yep. So, now, those are still manual washing machines with timers and stuff on them. And those are the easiest to repair out all of them.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, fun stuff, man. It's uh, appliances. We all, have, we all need them. We all use them. Yep. So. And let's
1: just hope they last a lot longer than they were. I'd rather go ahead and buy one, a cheap one like that. Samsung even makes a dial. Mm, nice. And uh, and they're four, anywhere from 4.5 cubic feet to 4.8 right. cubic feet.
0: Well, the, to me, the trick is uh, making sure you, you install them properly. Like we talked about venting and things Correct. like that. Um, but, you know, make sure that what you've got is, is the power you need. And, and you know, yes. as a general rule, with all appliances, right? That's uh, it. Make like sure I was telling you, you the yeah. story
1: of the washer and dryer combo. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not talking about two separate units. I'm talking about one unit that washes yeah. it and dries it. And they were overloading it, and it wouldn't run.
0: Right, and it happens, right? Dishwashers, where you don't, when you wash too many dishes at once, kind of thing. So, um, not saying bigger is better, but get what you need for your your situation. So. Well, thanks for listening to us. Go to the VFW, get some breakfast, and we'll talk to you next time. Take it easy, Randy. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast edition of All About Home Construction. We want to thank Skipper, Dave, and Bill for supporting the show. If you're enjoying this episode and you want to help us by creating some more awesome content, there are a few ways you can show your support. Subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. This actually helps us reach new listeners and climb the charts. And please, share this episode with your friends and family. Word of mouth is always the best kind of advertising. You can support us directly through our page on Spotify. The links are in the show notes. Thanks for listening to us.